There's power in a drum beat on a hill above the sea. Power in the voice of a supporter. But it all amounts to nothing. Together we don't sing. Welcome to the Loyal Locals Podcast. I am Drew Steck here as your director of art and creative and uh, got here a bit with us tonight. Someone who is new to this season of po- of the podcast, but appeared previously on this show. Mr. Alan Underwood. Welcome, man. Welcome back and welcome to uh, Loyal Locals Podcast. Thank you. It's glad to be back. Uh, it's uh, nice to see both of you, Nate and Drew, uh, and it was nice to see John earlier. Like I haven't seen him in a minute, so it was uh, it's good to be back here. And uh, I know we got a lot to talk about and a lot to be excited about. Yeah, and the and the person hard at work over there that we can hear is our friend Nate Wiggins, crunching and munching. It's uh, yeah. last week's game. Yeah, I'm I'm sorry that I'm late. It's, uh, no, you're good. We're just kind of. Yeah. It's a crazy night. I'm sorry. We had an extended lunch. We had a fun time at Pizza Bros. Everyone's always invited down to uh, the Mira Mesa Best Pizza and Brew if you'd like to join us. But uh, yeah, we'll recap the last week here. What a day in San Diego sports. I mean, as Nate said, it is kind of a day for celebration. Some of them kind of at 8, 9 a.m. just lost our collective brains. Uh, if you are a general San Diego sports fan beyond soccer, but also, in the last week, we have a awesome loyal win to talk about, uh, an away day at Orange County where we finally beat them in Orange County. Uh, it felt pretty good as a fan to take a bus up and actually get there. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about that. Also had some bigger world news. Uh, was there something in England that happened? Uh, Alan, what happened in there, man? Uh, it was like a recreation of World War II, I think, uh, the battle between right. England and Germany. Uh and once again, England uh, is uh, victorious, and Germany uh, falls in defeat. Uh, not not nearly as disgraceful. I thought they both played pretty well. Um, a really fun tournament um, to be in, in general, and it's nice to see uh, women's soccer being recognized and being shown clearly in beautiful uh, high definition cameras, uh, so we can enjoy the high quality that is women's soccer uh, in Europe right now. Totally. The uh, women's Euro coming straight through here and uh, been a pretty fun watch. And um, it, it's pretty uh, keep calm and Kelly, I guess, is the uh, is the saying at this point as they prevailed with the points and have a new hero and their whole Mia Hamm moment for themselves almost um, in terms of breaking through in Europe. And now we get to play them. Women's our U.S. men's women's or U.S. women's team. Um, the, forget about the men for a while. Uh, the women's team is going to be playing them in October. So that'll be kind of a fun watch. And for anybody in the greater football world, it's a very fun weekend, just kind of all, all over exciting. Uh, but yeah, let's get let's get into it. And, and generally just want to um, say, you know, shout out to everybody who hosted last week. You know, I had a great group um, in terms of our last week hosts uh, and, and 
pretty much have uh, had great hosts ever since we decided to do this rotating podcast. It's always fun to hear different voices and different combinations of voices um, with Jay, Jason, Chappie, and uh, last week we also had your podcast mate, Alan Chiva, join us a little bit there, which was fun. Uh, it was kind of an interesting uh, little run through. So pretty fun uh, in terms of uh, anytime you join this podcast, you don't know who you're going to get. It's a grab bag. You never know. Uh, what you're going to get. So thanks for always joining us. And if you join us live, let us know what you're thinking in the chat and we'll be sure to incorporate your questions as we go. Biggest thing though, been painting around it, is that that wall down at Cabros that happened last week as well. We had a, uh, a I wouldn't quite call it a mural, um, but that is kind of what a lot of people lean to whenever there's a sports wall. It's a mural, I guess. I feel like it's more of almost a uh, sports or a kind of loyal fan art, if you will. And so we went down and we painted this wall, um, just kind of projected onto it, did kind of a TIFO tracing. But unfortunately, like a TIFO, it's very easy to see when you do uh, lines or anything wrong. Uh, so that was kind of the fun challenge. It's a little harder than painting a banner. Uh, shout out to Adrian. Shout out to Jerry Bada. Uh, shout out to Chris. Uh, Romel came down as well. Um, and really kill it and, and put it over the top. So thank you to uh, everybody who kind of pitched in a hand and even just showed up to eat burritos at the end, like Jason Radcliffe, who showed up to, to check out our new watch party home. So that'll be a place to visit throughout the week. The, the brick wall to the side of that wall, we're going to have people be able to put stickers uh, to put any sort of thing you'd like kind of up on that wall as a fan. Uh, any sort of arch you create can go up there. And then uh, also be able to come and watch matches there. So make this our South Key, uh, South Bay home uh, when it comes to watching matches, obviously with Chavos as well. Um, and just kind of a, a, a joint effort between us and them to build 109 outside of 109. So pretty cool stuff. You guys get to take a look at the mural at all? The mural that's not a mural? The non-mural. Yeah, it's super cool that there's that they're starting to get a connection to businesses and creating a community i know watch parties were always kind of hit and miss the first couple seasons based on availability and who you can get to watch the game and show the game uh and so it, it's nice to start to see that there is a, a consistent place to call home and that's willing to work with the groups to create a, a really warm welcoming space that feels like it's purposeful not just a, a restaurant that just happens to be showing your game this one time this for the first time this season uh so it's it's nice to see that and shout out to the the people who are making that happen and building those relationships in the community, because uh, that not just doesn't make the, the the supporters group stronger and the team stronger, but it really helps build a, a community around the team uh, that is more just than just soccer, and that's always really fun to see. Right, Jerry Jerry Abar was key in in setting this up and, and talking to the owner or the the proprietor there of Cape Berros and. In National City, which you know is a chain south of the border, but this is the only one in the United States. So it's pretty cool that we get to be breaking ground there as a, as fans too. But generally, yeah, as Alan said, it's it's something where this is showing the reach that we now have as a group that's going beyond. And and he learned about loyal within the season, and now has fo fully bought in and said, hey, this is a way not only for me to make business, obviously for my uh, my my shop here, but also a way to create a community that maybe builds beyond that. So pretty fun stuff. I know Nate has always been holding it down like our pizza bros as well at uh, Best Pizza and Brew there in Miramar. Uh, you're welcome to join us, I think, any Tuesday now for lunch. Uh, it's an open invitation to all locals. So 
Um, you know, Nate is, Nate is somebody else here on the podcast. He's been working those relationships for years, just trying to find more homes for us to enjoy uh, and kind of call our own spaces. So pretty cool stuff. But uh, uh, we'll, we'll digress here uh, in terms of going to the next phase. I just really wanted to talk about that because I thought it was a kind of cool thing. Obviously, I spent a little bit of my time last week doing that as well, but kind of a cool thing that you don't get to do all the time and, and just shows that we're growing. Uh, two years ago, thinking of a loyal wall in a shop would have been like, wow, that's like crazy and now here we are um you know doing that and going oh yeah that seems about right so that's that's cool um the match so let's talk about this away day a little bit uh alan i'll kind of divert to you in terms of the match and i'll let nate kind of like fill in um you know his his take on it in terms of the uh progression of it but you are our analyst here you are an orange county uh thought provoker as well so you know both these clubs pretty intimately but what was your take kind of going in, I guess? I mean, Orange County was just coming off probably like their, one of the biggest wins of their season, uh, 5-2 defeat of Los Dos. Um, and I said this before the previous Orange County match, like Milanoloski is an absolute beast of a soccer player. And so that's what you're kind of looking at going in. Like, how are you going to keep Milanoloski from scoring? Uh, and then uh, because Milanoloski is probably going to score – who who's going to pick up the mantle and put some in? Cause that was the problem last year, right? We go down there. We could have had a home playoff match, but we lose one nil because nothing gets into the goal. Um, and so with Kyle Vassell out, those are the question marks going into the game is who's going to score for San Diego. And is our defense good enough to keep Milan Olosky off the score sheet and the way the season's going for Orange County no one's really keeping Milan Olaski off the score sheet. Uh, he's leading the golden boot race, even though they're in last place. Uh, so this this was like the, the the game plan going into it is San Diego's offense going to show up and is is uh, what is Milan Olaski going to do? And we kind of got that answer this weekend. Right. It, it, it was kind of impressive to watch. I mean, it was one of those players where you go and you go, yeah, we can stop them, but also our defense has not been up to par. Uh, for sure the last few weeks so um it's nice we started the season a little stronger than where we've we've been so it's one of those things where i felt going in yeah they're definitely going to score goals it's just whether or not we can score there and that's something we traditionally had not been great at but this year we've been better at scoring than we ever have been so uh you know kudos to everyone stepping up without our top score or kind of top um talent you would say in the box it, it was pretty cool to see and uh, I, I would attribute a lot of that to the presence we brought off the field there, being somebody who rode, rode the locals bus, in this case, a little bit paired back um, due to a few different people. Unfortunately, this this wave of uh, Omicron that's, that's splintered off into different fragments has claimed a few of our people this weekend. And then uh, just beyond that, the you know general vibe of it being a weekend was actually very strange. We, we did almost better on Wednesdays when we had those their way days. Saturday, it creeps up on you. Go, oh, no, there's so many things going on and weddings and all that kind of stuff happening this time of year. So um, was kudos to everyone who actually could make it out on the bus. Uh, and, and no hard feelings if you can't. Hopefully we can continue this uh, you know next season. And then obviously, um, you know, we're going to have other away days coming up here shortly. Vegas, Monterey Bay as well for people to join in. So. Uh, plenty of opportunity there, but it was it was a fun atmosphere. I think going in, we saw that. And um, Nate, kind of, how was your feeling when we went down? Did you feel like we had the firepower to really come back and fight? I think the section there felt like we did, but um, curious from your vantage point of kind of watching it uh, solo there. Yeah, watching from my from my home because um, I was part of the the group that couldn't make it because sorry, my dad just 
peeping into the office here. Uh, guys, this is live. <laughs> yeah, but but as, as you know, as part of the group that couldn't make it because of COVID and different variants, um, like walking from my house, I, I you know when we went down early, I was like, okay, I, I still felt like we were gonna come back, and then when, when we got down two one again, it was like, all right, you know, I I was content with a draw, honestly. I'll say that if we we go up to OC and even you know with their struggles, if we go up there and, and gonna draw i would have been fine but then you know once we got up to 2-2 i i felt like okay boom let's get on the front foot and then let's do what we got to do to get this w and then evan conway doing what he's done all year and i freaking love that kid man guy who came up from from uh usl league one and has just bossed it up here in the championship Someone who I was excited about when we signed him, I, I felt good about him, and it was like okay, and and you know he's he's proved what he's got to do, uh, but you know, like, you know when when it when it got down, I was like okay, I, I felt like we were going to come back, and and that's what we did. So if you're asking how I felt when when I was back at home, I was like okay, yeah, we'll get it done. It, 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 that's what yeah, and that's the difference between season and last season. I think generally you just didn't feel that ability and you know the the continued belief, I think also fired up, you know, a supporter saying, "Hey, let's keep going here." It was something that generally you felt pretty good about. One of the funnier things I'd say too was getting into the stadium. Uh we found boots on our seat uh that said, "Hey, how loyal is Donovan?" And we don't know where these came from. I have no idea. I'm not even going to point a finger at the uh, opposing supporters group because I don't think they would be sad enough to do this. Um, it was just a very odd decision and uh, almost gave us fuel. And for us, literally became confetti. People just tore it up and we threw it as confetti at the beginning of the match. If you watch the club's awesome recap video they put out today on their social, you can see uh, Marklin waving a flag with some paper flying behind him. And that is a paper gave some nice confetti at the beginning so if you give it to us that's what we're going to do with it um and shout out marklin shout out to everybody in the section who brought it extra hard just because it felt like uh, a lot of our really loud voices that normally make it on these trips for whatever reason we still had a lot of great voices there's chappy there's brandon and some other uh, weird guys standing next to them um and then you know that's that's really something that i think everybody stepped up on this trip and i felt really good about it. and then we had a lot of fans who maybe hadn't been either in 109 or maybe not contributed uh, in that way, really going hard on the road. So shout out to everybody. I really do think that made the difference. Uh, and it's something the players said to us directly, literally after the game, they came over to us and said that helped make the difference. So um, shout out to everybody. I know that uh, Evans, uh, you know, put there right into the back of the net, just kind of a, a banger for sure, um, was, you know, fueled a little bit by, that continued support and, you know, continued loud loudness that we put on that we can even out, out drum a professional drum line with just one drum, uh, as we did there uh, again. So thank you everybody for coming on the trip. Other thoughts kind of closing out the game here in terms of the orange County matchup and, and shifting towards, um, maybe other stuff. Yeah. I thought, I thought it was poignant that San Diego was attacking kind of the supporter section in the second half. I think that was really instrumental. I think it was the other way around, I think the game would have felt much different um, if you're trying to, to fight back and you're going toward their supporters. Um, you know, Evan Conway, when we signed him, a lot of the Omaha and League One folks were like, I think he's the better player out of him and Greg Hurst. We've seen Greg Hurst start hot, but kind of disappear with Phoenix. Um, and 
I think everyone was expecting him to be like Domus was for Orange County, but we have to remember like San Diego runs a very, very complex system. And so it's going to take a, a, a while to get someone embedded into that system and, and be successful. And his attitude has been great. Uh, the fact that he is continuing to push and play and know that when his number's called, uh, he's going to step up. And he's done that uh, pretty well the past couple of games. Um, you know, I thought Stoneman was a little bit unlucky in this match with the first Olaski goal. Um, but I, I think, you know, again, the strength of this team is running through that Charlie Adams uh, and uh, Colin Martin kind of duo. It's funny if you go to the USL website and check out, they do, they have like um, average positions and like Nick Moon is like by far the furthest person up the field in this, in this game. Uh, but what's funny is to look and see where um, Charlie Adams ends up as his, uh, as his average position for that game. And he is, he's playing pretty high up there, like almost as high as some of the strikers were. And it just shows you uh, how aggressive this team is and the belief that they just keep pushing forward and pushing forward. That's going to be really important against the San Antonio team um, this weekend to have the belief that if you go down, you can come back uh, and to to play an aggressive style because I think that's going to be a huge difference between this this season's team versus last season's team. It's just like the physicality and, and tenacity that they play with. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with Alan talking about that. You can you talk about that physicality and that tenacity and that belief that when you go down or, you know, when you're in a tough situation, you can come back because that was something that we didn't see a ton of last year, but we've seen it multiple times this year. We saw it against Phoenix. We saw it against Tampa. And then we saw it again this past weekend, that belief that like, hey, you know, when things get tough, I feel like last team season would have kind of, put their heads down and been like, okay, you know, we'll, we'll set up for a draw, but this year's team is like, no, we're, we're going to go for the win. Um, and I believe that that, I believe that that belief is, is, is what sets this team apart from last year's team or from teams in the past. And it's like, I, I truly believe that this year's team is built different. Um, and this team is built to be like, Hey, you know, we're, we're not settling for the draw. We're, we're going for the win. And that's what you need to have as you're coming into the, uh, late days of summer going into the fall and going into a potential playoff push. For sure. Last year's team was like, okay. This year's team is like, okay. There you go. I love it. Sure. How, long, ready to go. how long have you been holding on to that one? Uh, since I opened this drink that, that I poured <laughs> while you were talking. Um, but yeah, the, it was really impressive to see. And again, the other team had that guy who's on fire. I mean, Oloski is in amazing form and a great player. So the fact that we were able to limit and not kill ourselves at the end too, was something that felt very much like a progression for this team. We, we have given up leads like that uh, a lot in the past, or it seems like a lot. Uh, and statistically, I think that bears out, but especially when there's a player that seemed to be in form against us, we, we would let it go. So uh, just big win, just overall, it felt like a massive monkey off the shoulders of you know this club in terms of going on the road when they need to really assert themselves making sure that they actually played uh to their stature and got those points and a place that they've struggled so it's it, it, exciting fun little stadium always more fun when you take points and uh just a, a much more on status so 
Um, yeah, and Jason here in the chat saying it's much more direct this year, and I think that's something last year we would groan about the 70th minute and go, oh, I don't feel it. I don't feel like we got it tonight. This year, a lot more direct runs than on goal. The box taking chances, creating chances in a way that are actually high percentage versus last year where we had just the what seemed like the struggle to actually manufacture a goal um, almost felt like it took a thousand yards as opposed to just a hundred yards uh, across the edge. So uh, kudos all around, guys. Kudos, kudos bars, orange slices. We are at halftime here uh, of the podcast as well. Um, so everybody gets an orange slice. But let's transition. Let's talk about um you know kind of future matches here a little bit uh and talk about kind of other chances if we you know you guys couldn't make it on tour this time but maybe you guys either you guys plan on going to vegas viva coke vegas no coming up here september 24th (laughs) we do have some hotel information available for you if you do would like to go it does sound like a fun time um you know it seems like one of the highlight trips here of a lot uh, a lot of our group uh, in terms of the last year and in terms of going there and having the opportunity this September sounds a little less nicer than August, uh, I think, which was last year. <laughs> so just a little cooler still will be desert weather, but um, check out the discord and hit up our director of events, Jason Radcliffe, um, you know, at the Westgate hotel is where we're looking at, uh, you know, getting some rooms and a block of rooms to keep everybody together and get you a good rate as well, or find you a friend, maybe if you're looking to share with somebody. So, that is where to go for that information. We also have uh, Monterey Bay coming up as well. So anybody traveling to that, just reach out, make sure to make plans and find out what's going on there. seems like everybody's already done a pretty good job with that. Um, seems like it's going to be a fun weekend and pretty enjoyable for everybody as well. And then um, the other Oakles business to talk about here as we uh, kind of then start previewing this weekend after that is the kit uh either of you order your locals kit for 2022 i'm wearing the 2021 version here did, did either of you guys order one of course i did of course i ordered. Yeah. what's it say what's the number uh it's number two and it says on the back smoke bros and the reason why i got number two was because the original smoke bro tom blick he, he actually he, so he actually texted me asking hey, do you want number two or number one and i was like Come on, brother. You're the original smoke, bro. So you get number one. I'll take number two. Uh, but that's what it says on the back. And shout out to Tay Tay. Love that guy. And the amazing job he did designing these kits. Oh, my gosh. It's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Like, this is just incredible. So shouldn't he be smoke bro number zero then? If he's the – I'm not – I'm okay, I'm not going to go down. I, I mean, you know, but... you know, I made, I made in theology, not mathematics. Come on, Drew. <laughs> philosophy though yeah, it's, yeah. Who knows? one is the loneliest number um alan did did you did you indulge you're wearing a cool hat there that might look pretty good at it that i'll say that i i, I did not partake this year in okay. the locals kit unfortunately you still have some time you still have some time if you want to get one I've, you still can i've heard i might i might take advantage of that extension to to pick one up but you know you uh go. when they come out with a keeper kit and you know nice it's like, you know, your budget gets a little bit strained with all of these beautiful things that you have to buy uh, because yeah. local teams are pumping out lots of really good stuff to purchase. Lots of amazing content. They, that's, you know, that's, that's what it is. You 
It is good right now. There is too much good stuff and uh, going around. Uh, I think Alan's got that right, and that's that's kind of the hard part this year. This club stepped it up. Their kits are actually good this year. Sorry, last year, um, but their kits are pretty awesome this year. And I do think that I won't say it's like completely impacted us, but it, you could definitely see a difference in terms of the engagement with our kits last year and people going, "Oh my God, this is the best thing I've ever seen," which preempted the kits. You know, the club war. Nate's modeling uh, the club's kit there, and you are kit right for for comparison. They're, you know, kind of one phased almost, and you could get the the taste of one into the other. This is very different. That's kind of what I like about it. It's kind of fun. But uh, you can still get one of these for the next week up until Sunday, uh, the, the 7th. You're going to be able to pick that up. Uh, you just won't be able to customize it through Sunday. So if you did want Smoke Bros or uh, at Drew Stork, whatever you wanted to put on the back, um you could have done that in the last week or so and thank you to everybody who did but for anybody who would still like to get in on this uh we will have these kind of template kits still available for you through the next week we're just going to make it to where you can't customize it that was just the deal if you are interested the locals sg.com slash shop uh there in the bazaar you can find that kit and if you are a Locals member, check the Discord. You will get $5 off with a code. So check that out. The other thing to check out while you're there is the new Summer Scarf. Uh, we've been asked repeatedly, as Alan is a big fan of lightweight, breathable soccer fare, um, you know, even by you, Alan, to produce a Summer Scarf at some point. Here it is. Looks like some of those fat sandals um, I'm sure Alan sported in, back in college. Uh, and uh, it, it's got a fun kind of like diamond uh, art decoy design on the other side there. Looks pretty good. So pick one of those up uh, for 18 bucks in the bazaar. Uh, pretty good, pretty good deal. I think it's you know the thinnest and least expensive scarf we've ever made. So why not? Uh, Got to add that to your collection. I I, I really like the summer scarf, especially because you know it's been quite warm out recently. So I like coming to the mat to the matches with you know. A little bit lighter weight on my uh, my neck and on my shoulders, and um, it's 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 great. I love uh, that. Might be honestly, that might be my favorite scarf that we've ever made. I wish I could could have worn that one at graduation back in uh, back in May, but you know, would have been a little lighter on the cap. Again. Exactly when I, when I was wearing a robe and a cap and a bunch of other stuff on it, you know. Yeah, right. Yeah. And I just like it because you carry so many scarves now. You got that. I got like a Fiend scarf. I got a Chavo scarf. And so for me to have all the scarves, I can now, you know, just a little thinner layer for sure. Cool. Yeah, it's, that's definitely where I'm at. Exactly. And then no no white kits ever, right, Alan? You know, keep it thin no. and breezy. No white no, kits. I'm... These are the Alan Underwood rules yep. to merch. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you're going to get like a taco with, with like salsa on it, like that's going to spill at some point. And like this is this is like my eating shirt, right? If it spills on this, it, no one notices. But if it's like a white kit, it's gonna be like, oh, you went with the green salsa instead of the red salsa. I see, and it's like, yes, I'm chubby and I'm sloppy. Fourth uh, of July, I was out at my buddy's place. Shout out to my buddy Matt, um, and we were having barbecue at his place on Fourth of July, and I got quite a bit on my. I was wearing the away kit because that was the away match against. Uh, Colorado Springs and yes I got a little bit of you know stuff on the kit and we went out to the bars and PB afterwards and uh, I'm pretty sure that the girls noticed that I had stuff on my shirt and uh, you know that may have uh, played negative with me you know in terms of my plans for that night 
I, I did try to talk uh, AV and Ricardo into doing like a giveaway. You buy the away kit and it comes with like a Tide pin, like get it sponsored and you get like a wow. Tide pin for free with your white kit. I think maybe I would go that direction, but you know, there's, there's a sponsorship there. I think there's some money there. I think we can do it. I like that. That's a, that's a smart idea. We can bring in um, that maybe even like a, yeah, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of that. Maybe buy one kit, get another kit half off for when you spill on the one kit uh that works too but yeah it's you know for me it was definitely even on the match i brought my white kit because i knew they were playing in it and i had a different kit on the bus up and on the bus back it's almost like a game jersey and then i take it off and then kind of put it away and hope i don't mess it up again so i'm definitely on that team as well uh, and if you are looking to pick up a new white kit or some 60 dollar coasters uh which do look beautiful uh, I will say they look uh, either handmade or, or beautifully done uh, in terms of the sublimination. These uh, Sempre Leal coasters at the shop, you can get four of those in the club. And in our Discord, as always, in the Merch Mansion channel, you have Espen uh, and a few others, you know, Paul Naku, uh, namely filling us with all the latest merch that's at the shop and letting you know to give you a preview before you even go. So that's another reason to be a local and to be part of the Discord, to be engaged there. So definitely something to look into. And again, another place to find more information on upcoming away days in Monterey Bay and in Las Vegas. But let's talk just a little bit about this weekend. This is the matchup of matchups so far, I think, this season in terms of uh, we keep climbing the ladder. We keep saying this is a team we have to beat. This is a team we have to beat. We did last week. We beat a team we had to beat. Now we have to beat a team that maybe we can't beat. They're good. They're very good. In fact, they're the best team in the West. Are they currently first in the USL, Allen, or just in the uh, West? They have more points than any other team currently. There you uh, go. Not that that points. really matters, but they do. For home field advantage, I guess, for the championship, that would be the one case in which um, those points matter. But that's impressive, man. Tell us what, tell us what you know as a – uh, brilliant USL mind here about San Antonio. <laughs> uh, so San Antonio has allowed a single goal in the in the month of uh, July. Um, the last time they lost uh, a game uh, was against Sacramento Republic on the 4th of June. Um, they are very stout defensively. Um, they have, uh, think like Lou City, Lou City's defense, although we put up two against them. Uh, San Antonio's only allowed 15 goals this season. Uh, very good defensive team. Uh, Jordan Farther, goalkeeper, is an outstanding goalkeeper. Um, and they score some goals, um, but not nearly as offensive. This is like, I, I basically say this is Orange County last year, down the stretch, but better. Uh, really solid defensively, can score some goals. Uh, they'll get their chances. Um, a, a little some a few, a few, little bit of information, uh, P, I believe PC. One of their uh, star midfielders uh, and one of their forwards, uh, Santiago Patino, will both be out. Patino's out for red card. I believe PC will be out for yellow card accumulation. So it'll be a little bit of a weaker side uh, offensively, but they still have, you know, their, their two highest ranked players are hard defenders as opposed to goal scorers. But they do have uh, Samuel Adiron. Uh, who is quite a talent um, who can put the ball in the back of the net as well. Uh, so we have uh, a, a tough matchup th this time. Uh, he has scored five goals in nine games uh, for San Antonio. I believe he just got loaned down from MLS. Uh, so it's going to be a tough matchup. Um, this is going to be reminiscent of the playoff match we 
we played against them, but I think being in San Diego is going to be a, a difference maker. Uh, San Diego is averaging uh, a couple goals a game. Uh, a, so it'll be, you know, two really good teams who do things well uh, playing into each other's strengths, right? Good defense versus good offense. Uh, so that's kind of my overview of San Antonio, a very, very good team. Uh, we'll probably end up with the first seed, uh, just based on kind of how the the run of games are going to go in for them. Um, this will be a really good matchup and uh, a good benchmark to see just how much better San, uh, San Diego is this year versus last year. Yeah, you would say a potential playoff matchup, but you almost hope you don't face them in the playoffs that you uh, get them to lose in an earlier round and you can take over and, and be able to have that Western Conference final at yeah. home. But yeah, it's it is a pre it is a preview. It's a playoff level matchup, and this is the team that's been setting the pace in the West here. So uh, it's going to be a, a real struggle. Nate, um, who's your who's your player that you're going to key in on come up in, uh, this Saturday? Well, you know, it's, it's just like Alan said, like, this is a team, this has been the best team in the Western Conference all year. This is a team that we're probably going to have to face if, you know, we get, if we, if we want to go through, if we want to win a championship, we're probably going to have to go through San Antonio. Um, and, you know, Alan's talking about how stout they are defensively. And so I think about, you know, if, if we're going to be able to break them down, this match might come down to set pieces. And, you know, uh, I, you know, we obviously scored a goal on a set piece, uh, Stoneman, uh, last week up in Orange County. And I even tweeted being like, oh, we scored a goal on a corner? Like, mind blown. Oh, my goodness. But, um, you know, I, I think that that's what we're going to have to do. And so I'm looking at, you know, if we're going to try and beat them, we, it might come down to set pieces and maybe a goal from a guy like Kyle Adams um, that can maybe set the difference. But it's like Alan saying, like, this team has been the pacemaker in the Western Conference all year. And again, this is a team that we're probably going to have to go through if we want to win a championship. And so, um, you know, th- th- this will be a, it'll be a tough test, be a, a really tough test yeah. for us. And we saw what happened against Blue City. And yeah, we can say we were having, you know, we were playing a second team because they were focusing on, yeah, like Alexi match, but like Blue City kind of bent us behind the barrel uh, when we faced them. And again, that's the team that's been the pacemaker, one of the pacemakers in the Eastern Conference. Now we have an opportunity to take to face one of the you know best teams in the Western Conference, the best team in the Western Conference. Uh, and so I'm, I'm, you know, this this is going to be a big uh, big challenge for us. And I'm really curious to see, you know, do we go out and kind of bring it to them, or are we a little bit timid? Are we afraid? You know, this is. I think that this weekend will be a, a huge benchmark in terms of are we contenders. Or are we pretenders? If we come on, like bring it that. to them, then I think, okay, then we have a shot. But, uh, you know, right. I, I I really hope we don't come out on Saturday and are afraid of them. Come out, bring it to them, and then we'll see what happens. Right. And I do think this team, even in the Louisville match, has played their game. So I will think – you would think that even if they're going to lose, they're going to try and play their way. But this would be the one team they might – try something different against right if, if you're going up against that level of competition the teams that we are that are above us we have not fared well against right as you said with Lou City so like how do we we you know show that we belong that we're gonna have to beat one of the teams right even if even if San Antonio falls early in the playoffs you're gonna have to beat somebody who's a little bit better than you probably right now to win the championship at some point and you got to prove that to yourself 
you got to prove that I think to the somewhat and for the players, obviously their selves matters more than the fans, but there's something to that, that when you do in the regular season, we've seen it with, um, you know, the baseball team we've thought about a lot today here locally. That is the case. Feel it in the regular season. This team can do this thing. Uh, mentally, you carry that into the postseason as a chip that's banked right somewhere in the bank account for you. So that's that's what I'm looking forward to see here this weekend alongside you guys. And we will find out. This is match matchups. And it's funny when you look up the you know recent form and you play against somebody, and it's almost always like eh, W D L. You know W D. There's a lot of W's on both sides here. Just a D on their side and an L on our side when you last five. So that's pretty impressive record from two clubs. And we're going to see how this is going to shape up here in Torero. You know, 50-50. I can't really call an edge on this one. Obviously, them a little bit by their points, but we'll, we have the home edge. So we'll see everybody there. I believe it's on your view this weekend. Uh, if you are not going to be at stadium, Hopefully you can watch that way locally. And then obviously ESPN Plus, if you're an extra local, somebody watching from afar. Um, obviously with what's been going on for my man Nate here and a few of our other friends, wear your masks if you're so inclined this weekend. Uh, it has been, the numbers have been trending up. And if you're somebody who feels more comfortable with that, um, you are fully entitled to and know that if you ever wear it in the section, no one's ever going to tell you to take it off <laughs> or to remove it. Uh, you are very much welcome to wear it there. Even if you're singing or trying to sing, uh, or you can't, you know, and you feel more comfortable that way, just know that that's okay. That's always never been something that we, we would ever tell you to do. So know that that's there. And then in terms of watching it, uh, you st- should be able to see it at Quebros or O'Brien's locally. Uh, but come to the stadium. Come come join us. And hopefully it's a sellout. And you, you maybe have to spill over there. But otherwise, come join us. And then the big reason to come join us this weekend um, as we wrap this up. But really the leading news as locals. Um, just to make sure that it stays fresh in everybody's brains. We'll be having a barking lot for the first time in a couple months here, and it is going to be banging, uh, for lack of a better term here, Nate. Uh, I heard a rumor that we got a certain DJ who's going to keep it no cap and keep it from being mid for the kids. I, 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 um, oh, my goodness. You, <laughs> you, you friggin' boomer. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Drew, I love you. I love Drew. I love who we got, you. Guys, who do we got DJ in? Nate? Who's going to be uh, our DJ? Well, uh, we have a rumor has it we have a uh, fellow Francis Parker alum who graduated, I think, in 2001. I think is when he graduated. And I graduated in 2015. So just like two or three years before you. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, rumor has it that we may have our, uh, you know, valuable uh, chairman, my guy uh, Andrew V. You know, you can you can you can figure out who I'm talking about. We got some AV R- with the R- DJ. Rumor has it that AV, yeah, will be DJing. You know, parking uh, lot, which is a better reason to come to the parking lot. Also, right, you- four p.m. Yeah, if you come to the parking lot, you might meet a couple of my friends um, who had never been to a match before. Um, so that'll also, you know, for those of you who don't believe that I actually have friends, um, a couple of my friends might be there. Um, so, yeah, better reason to come to the parking lot because you can hear a VDJ. You can see me. You can see Drew. You might be able to see Alan as well uh, in, in his handsome face. Um, so, yeah. 
y'all, y'all come out to the parking lot because it, it will be the first time that uh, AV has DJed at the parking lot. So y'all better be there. We've talked about this for like two to three years, uh, and it, it is, seems prescient that this would be the weekend that it's happening. So it's come on down at 4 p.m. Yeah, the, the parking lot takes place just north of, uh, sorry, yes, north. I was got my compass mixed up in my head real quick. North of Jenny Craig Pavilion, just south of Fowler Field, the baseball field. If you're walking down the hill, you went too far, but it's just past the stadium. If you're kind of coming up and over the hill and looking for us there and free admission, you're free to welcome and welcome to come with a ticket. Anyone with a ticket is welcome. You don't have to be a local. Your friends don't have to be locals. As long as they have tickets, you can come and get in at 4 p.m. We'll be doing that till about 6.30, and then we'll march up into the stadium. Uh, and you get to welcome the players typically either on or uh, back off the field before they go to their warm-up. So either way, it's a fun time, uh, and it's something that you definitely should join for if you're coming this weekend. I, I think it's always the proper way to come in and roll into the stadium. And it's nice to not have to repark. Uh, you know, maybe 15, 30 minutes before instead of heading over from Coronado, which we do love our pregame there. But uh, this this is always a little bit more special and especially having the chairman DJ. When can you say that, that my owner, my chairman DJed for us, you know, before the game? What other sports teams can say this? So, um, you know, it, it's, doesn't the, the other team in Arizona have a world famous DJ? Has he ever DJed for their pregame? Come on. Seriously, let's go. Loyal for the win. So join us there in the post-match at O'Brien's, as always. Man of the match voting in the 70th minute. You guys have thoughts on man of the match the last few weeks? I think the voting has been pretty good. Seems like it's been a little more on point, I think. But, yeah. 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 Brian Allen, go ahead. I was like, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it, I, I, it's nice to be a little bit intentional about uh, honoring some of the players that have put in a lot of good shifts that aren't necessarily getting goals or assists, uh, but guys who are heard doing the deal, doing the deal on the pitch uh, um, and, and getting recognized for that play, even though it might not show up on a stat sheet. Yeah. It's like, we, we got some dogs on our team and there have been some dogs that have put, been putting in that work, but uh, recently have finally been getting that recognition. Um, and that's what I love about this team is that, you know, guys, again, some dogs, that boy nice that are putting in that dirty work and that's what matters uh because that's what wins matches you know is is that dirty work dang straight you know what wins matches us showing up at 3 p.m to set up the parking lot to set up the stadium if you would like to do that reach out to my man nick duffy and or tom blick uh, please, please come help set up the parking lot. Please, please. come help set up the parking lot. And we folks. can always, if you show up at three, then you're like already in. Then you're just yeah. like there when it happens. Yeah. It starts please with you. Come help set up the parking lot. So, so do let us know. Find us in Discord if you're interested in that, or again, reach out to those individuals via their socials. Uh, the other thing that I would like to let you know is that we are going to have the lounge as always after this podcast come join us we have some things to talk about unfortunately we have a lot of fun things to talk about right in terms of this morning and baseball news uh sad baseball stat while anybody's been watching this we just want to inform you uh unfortunately vince goalie did just pass away uh tonight so uh that's something maybe we'll touch on some great sports broadcaster memories generally maybe in his his honor but um and, a great and, broadcaster. And, another, and another sports legend who passed away um on sunday touch on that as bill well. russell yeah and we're and i know that nate has a few thoughts definitely on that to start off with so we will touch on both of them uh and, and maybe a few other moments but join us there for that and then maybe whatever other silliness we usually get up to uh that always happens in the lounge so 
Uh, and you can always pre watch previous lounges, except for the one two weeks ago that mysteriously vanished. Uh, if you want to hear about the story, that'll hap happen maybe in this current lounge. Uh, but you can always watch those on the localsg.com. That's also where you can reach out to us if you are not a member. Uh, if you are a member, reach out in the Discord, obviously. Gentlemen, any other thoughts before rolling to that lounge? I'm just excited for Out of the Park this Saturday, so I'm trying to get me one of them hats. Yeah. Dang straight. No, I, I, uh, no, I, I agree with Alan as well. Um, I mean, I'm just excited also for the match as well because, again, like I was saying, this will be a big test for us to see if we're contenders or if we're pretenders and the team that knocked us out of the playoffs last year. And, yeah, it'll be, uh, be a fun time on Saturday. And, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hyped. I'm excited, you know. We we'll are. We, we've ran this through 45 minutes because we are so excited. I think we have so much to say because we are – riding high on this great victory on this great sports day uh in a ways in san diego and uh let's bring that into saturday everybody up early show up uh bright uh and we're gonna we're gonna take this home i, I think we're gonna prove hey we can be number one in the west even though points wise it might not end up there we want to be the team everybody's afraid of and saturday starts so we'll see you then. and uh again thanks everybody for listening and we love you all see you in a few minutes